When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, this is, hey, one-on-one. Cam, we're right back at it. Mano imano. Mano imano. That's mm-hmm. how, you know, look, man. It's nice because I feel like, you know, we're getting more comfortable being, being, uh, what was that? I was just looking at the Instagram for us that I didn't see. The, the Instagram. The, uh, our Instagram account, uh, Dear Albie. The Dear Albie account. Right. I was just looking to see the favorite episodes that people were talking about and, you know, wanted to see like what they say now that. Sorry, Jules. Sorry, Jules. Yeah. I, I was supposed to check it yesterday, but. People are. I was interested to see the favorite episodes. Anywho. <clears throat> well, I mean, Ken, it's somebody that obviously, you know, stays pretty on top of all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love the social media and all that. We had, number one, very, very big congratulations. Shout to Jules on her graduation. Very, very big day. Yep. Congrats. Very big day. We had a couple of things really quick. Um, catch up points. And then, you know, we got some questions. We got some good ones to hit you guys with today. Mm-hmm. Dear Albie, mailbag at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to write in, we're still answering everything pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's weird in podcast land right now. Well, you know, I we, we were just talking about this. It is a little weird in podcast land, and a lot of people have been saying, "Hey, why aren't you guys even doing as much as usual?" This, that, the other, and we didn't necessarily. We don't. That's why the lives are there because we don't necessarily want to bombard everybody. We promise to be doing those more often. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants a lot more shows. The realistic part of it is logistically, this has been a bit of a challenge. Right, because you got to think about it like this. Like I, I was just saying to Albie, I am a huge podcast listener. Like not just saying our podcast in general. Like that's pretty much what I do. When do I listen to podcasts? When I'm driving, um, and when I'm working. So well, I mean, recording is really like that like, too. That's been it, it's been tough trying to get everybody together. Obviously, Jules hasn't been there here in, in months. Which now. we miss Jules. Um, very and, very much. And then obviously Nando, I haven't seen. No. Uh, so you know, working this whole thing out, we're getting into a rhythm. We, and we, we are, are learning. Starting the rhythm again we are learning new tricks yes but the reason i bring this up and i forgot to bring this up to you upstairs uh as a person that's on top of everything and really likes to read everything including the reviews mm-hmm. you got your first little bit of rare hate mail did you see it no you did where oh this is going to be a live reaction oh, wait is it the, a review a live review it is a review okay maybe i saw it um and it said on today's episode candace made herself sound so materialistic oh yeah i saw this i did see this there's people out there who lost their job and are broke stressing about money and she's bragging about spending 700 dollars on a ga- on gambling on facebook come on candace not a good look still love the podcast though so we still love you at least you're cool with me well let's see how candace feels all right yeah i saw that and first of all i think everybody forgot that i won 1200 so yes I spent seven, but I won twelve, so I'm still up. So you, so, but you won the twelve first, is basically what. what right. Okay. 
Um, and second of all, uh, I'm I'm am I not allowed to enjoy anything because we're in quarantine? I don't understand. That's where I'm confused. Like, I'm not materialistic at all. That's like the thing you can. That's something you can never say about me if you actually knew me as a person. That's a that you're you're gonna say not at all. You're not materialistic at all. Mm, you I like mean, your like, stuff do I like nice things? Yeah, yeah but right. like. I work hard as hell. I'm not trying to say that you are that you are. I'm not trying to argue with you. Yeah, and I, I you work know, I work hard I'm as hell. I'm I'm no I don't like have to drive a super fancy car and like have to you know like wear really fancy shoes like stuff like that and like I'm not spending all my money. I'm like always whatever. I don't know. For me, that was like a little silly because it made it seem like okay, I've been in quarantine for two months. I spent seven hundred dollars on um a stupid wheel raffle thing that I actually won money on. And it just, it it was kind of like, whatever. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Just want to see if you want any smoke there. That's all. No, you know. I mean, but look, I it, was really mad when feels, I first read it. But listen, everybody feels for everybody because we are going through it too. This is not leaving anybody alone. Yeah. Like There's it's almost nobody like... here that has been downstairs recording. I'm sure, you know, the vast majority of you, if not all of you listening, have been negatively affected by this financially, uh, amongst everything what, else. What about me? Like, I pretty much lost my store. I mean, like, I haven't been in my store in three months. I've been trying to work online. Yeah. I, I've been busting my ass to try to make it actually not go underwater, you know? Like, to say that I'm materialistic and throwing money in people's faces is, like, so incorrect. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why, like, I was like, come on. Hey, I just want to give you a chance to uh, I saw to it. address it. I saw it, and I was, like, and seething mad for, like, uh, I don't even know, maybe a day. Yeah, like a Miss Piggy grunt kind of a thing. Like, uh, no, I was seething mad Got for it. a day. Really? A full day? A full day. Oh, yeah, I was wow. pissed. Because okay. I read it in the morning. It, it screwed up my whole day. Mm. And I was kind of like... Am I? And then I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm totally not. Like, it's not like I'm shopping. I'm not online shopping like a psycho. I'm not doing anything. And even if I was, mm-hmm. real quick, even if I was, that's none of anybody's business. You know, it's not like I'm not giving to people. It's not like I'm doing anything to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's stimulating the economy. You're welcome. <laughs> and and second of all, it's completely understandable to have a tiny little bit of fun during the most stressful times mm-hmm. for m- almost everybody. Well, you know, what? let's get to the fun then, because there are a couple of, there are a couple of questions that actually have to do with this kind of a thing. Okay. Because um, I do think we're very quick to judge right now, and we had a couple of questions that, that you know that had to do with quarantine life. But I got some updates first. Would you like to hear one? Sure. Uh, this one in from Ari- Marianne, dear Albie. She kicks it off by saying, holy shit. This is in the email, guys. This is not, you know, me cursing. This is holy shit. Swearing. Better be careful. Okay. Like Candace, I don't listen to this podcast unless I'm alone in the car. Today is the first time in a month I've been alone in the car. I had a few errands and had to do, I had to do, so I was able to catch up in the last three episodes. I was listening to the one about the flaccid dildo when I got out of the car. When I turned the car off, my phone automatically paused the podcast and disconnected. I decided to hand carry my phone in, foregoing a purse to grab my kid's schoolwork for the week. I'm standing there and I just hear Al's voice talking about this flaccid dildo and how that's <laughs> there for a huge bulge. Of course, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't call, pause my phone. I'm panicking in my kid's school library as the words bulge and dildo slash penis are blaring from my phone. So embarrassing. I couldn't <laughs> stop it. Anyway, stay safe. Love you guys, Marianne. Good one. Good one. Sorry, Marianne. Very fun little update. Liked it. Did you have any, I mean, do you have any uh, uh, little embarrassing things that have happened to you in the kid's school? I don't. I'm the. I'm not really the one. I don't really go inside. I mean, like sometimes, but like, I'm the. I always say to everybody, I'm like your dream parent. 
I just go, I drop them off, I pick them up, I don't make complaints, I don't say, oh, my kid, bah, 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 none of it. But then how are you fighting people in the football field? Oh, because that's and got nothing to do with sports. That's not This school. is education. I'm, I'm li- That's Josh's department. Mm-hmm. So he's, I'm very laid back with that world. I was not a big school person. I know it's terrible to say. I was not good. I didn't like it. I, I never, like this, teaching them at home, it's terrible. It is awful. It's reliving my school days. I'm miserable. So yeah, when I don't really go in. The only time I go in is when I have to. If they call me in or I have to sign them out for something, it's like very rare. So mm-hmm. nothing embarrassing happens because I'm very rarely there. Yeah, I'm just an awkward person in general. I feel like when that moment comes for me, like I'm going to flash back to like when I was actually in high school or junior high school, elementary school, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and like awkwardly walk into the library and stuff like when you feel like all oh, those eyes are on you and stuff. Oh, it's, it's got to be. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Well, now you have to go through like you have to like scan yourself in. You have to present your name at the door. Then they scan you into the middle door. And then you have to do it again. It's like all very intense to like get into the school. That's probably why I don't go in very often. Mm. Very intense, a lot of security. Well, thank God. Well, hey, we're very sorry that um, that we did that. Uh, well, I mean, it's not really our fault, but I mean, you know, we're sorry that happened to you, but we yeah. appreciate you listening. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, and then we had another one. This is right here. This is an update on Disney Pride. This is somebody that did work at Disney Pride. We did confirm that that's a thing. Okay. Uh, on the uh, when the last episode when Alex was here, I guess right, two right. episodes ago. Right. Um, and it says, "Dear Albie from Sarah, I was a college programmer in 2005. Pride was an insane time. The daytime activities were tame and inclusive, but at night, dot dot dot. I worked at Typhoon Lagoon, the water park." Awesome. And we had a late night event where the park was only open to pride guests. They set up a dance floor near the wave pool and blasted EDM music until 3 a.m. Whoa, Disney? Right? Wow. There was a sign-up sheet to work that night, and we were instructed to avoid all guest restrooms and all of the caves. Love the podcast, especially now during quarantine. Be well and much success. Wow. Disney. Never never would have thunk it. That's pretty wild, though. Now that you know. Yeah. Okay. That Disney is at least game. They're game. To throw late night parties. Right. Changes shit. Well, that reminds me of like the Pleasure Island days. Wasn't that that thing called Pleasure Island over there? I'm not sure I, re- I recall. But what, they had like a, was it it like it a boardwalk. Ple- or is it Treasure Island or Pleasure Island? I don't know. Don't <laughs> it's know. probably it? Treasure Island. What was it? Pleasure Island sounds really, sounds really, porny. really porny. <laughs> I think it's Treasure Island. We got to Google that. If it's Pleasure Island, shame on you, Disney. For thinking such a pervy name, but if it's Treasure Island, shame on me for thinking such a pervy name. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, though. I pretty much guarantee you, you Google Pleasure Island, something's going to come up. (laughs) I don't even want to Google it now. It's going to be some really... Is that a talk show? Where is Pleasure Island? Well, what was this? Like what? I think tre- just... treasure was it treasure guys. I don't know. Well, what are you describing? It was like a pl- it was like a, a park, like kind of like Typhoon Lagoon. They had it now is Hollywood's not Hollywood Studios. Now it's uh, Disney Springs. But what was it? I think it was Treasure Island. And it's like a late night. I want to say Pleasure Island. I don't know. I'm gonna Google it. Pleasure. I don't want to Google it. I'm scared. Or I'm gonna do Treasure Island first. Oh, wasn't that a furniture store? You are Treasure all over the place. Island. Treasure Island was a furniture store. Treasure Island, Florida. Okay, mm-hmm. let's check it out. No, that's a city. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you're going to find these things. Like, those things exist. Um, I don't know, guys. Somebody has to tell me. I don't know if it's Pleasure Island or Treasure Island, but I do remember uh, they had Discovery Island. Pleasure Island? Or Fantasy Island? No. 
Oh, there's oh, an to island. Pleasure, oh, my God. It was Pleasure Island? It was Pleasure. And what was on it? Downtown Disney Shopping Area, Pleasure Island. And Perverts. What, what did it do? What did, what did you do on Pleasure Island? Um, I remember being there when I was young, and it was just like a whole thing, like a, like an outdoor shop. Okay, here we go. Pleasure Island was an area of Downtown Disney, shopping, dining, entertainment, um, opened in May of 1989, uh, and retail stores and restaurants remained open, blah, blah, blah. Now- Okay, I was right. But I remember a party there, and it was called Pleasure Island, you dirty dogs. It was not Treasure Island. I am not a pervert. They are Yeah, perverts. but this is the park, though. Like, you didn't know you could be rocking out until 3 a.m. at Typhoon Lagoon. Can you imagine if that was an option? Like, uh, no, but I'm sure it in... happened to Pleasure Island. Well, I mean, I don't know. You, you look right now. You guys can't see Candace's face, but she's very dear in the headlights right now. Like, I... like. She's got memories from Pleasure Island. She's not trying to stay on mic. I Leon sign. I don't, I don't know. know. Am I cra- somebody? Somebody tell me if I'm dreaming this up. But I remember, kind of like a carnival vibe. No rides, but like that neon sign and like a lot of people. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Somebody tell me. Am I dreaming this, or did this happen? I think it happened. I don't Whatever. Know. We'll find out. But a late night Disney scene would be cool. Like yeah. in the park. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm all about Disney. We know that. So. Well, someone even say. That you need help, then you got to talk to somebody about your Disney obsession. Somebody asked me yesterday, they're like, "Are you going to go back after this whole thing?" I was like, "Yeah." Which is a great segue because this allows us to talk about our friends. And they are really. Did you hear? I don't know if you heard the last. Well, I mean, you don't listen when you're on the show. <laughs> the sponsor, BetterHelp. Did you hear about BetterHelp? No. I'm going to tell you, Ken, about BetterHelp. Tell though. me. And you know what? It's funny because people like like I actually got a nice letter from everybody over there because I really really meant it. This, these guys are very very cool. And, you know, we kind of just throw advice out there. We are by no means seasoned professionals. But we have a company called BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. BetterHelp. That's it. Got it. BetterHelp. It's a professional counseling done done securely all online. You can get going in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help. It's a company that will assess your needs needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Very important now. Which I had said, because it's huge. I feel like right now, and we're going to get into it, okay? We have questions like okay. this. People are kind of losing a little bit. So I think this a is it's, it's good to talk to somebody, especially if you don't have people around to talk to. But they offer a broad range of expertise, some of which you might not be able to find in your area. It's worldwide. So all of our other friends internationally that are listening, you guys can just up on this too and if you don't like your counselor better help will make it free and easy uh to change and they offer financial aid if you're not able to pay the full load right away which is very cool so visit betterhelp.com slash dear that's betterhelp.com slash dear uh and there's over 800,000 people who are taking charge of their mental health and they gave us a discount 10 percent off your first month when you use betterhelp.com wow slash dear when you uh punch out that's a very useful little tool for a lot of people right now. And thank you guys. I actually signed up. No, no BS. And there were somebody like within an hour that, that hit me up. You know how and many I lives that'll probably save? It, I'm telling you right now, like I, I actually did have like a nice moment with it. I thought it was really cool because people do write in from us that, you know, uh, definitely are, are looking for that kind of help. You know, right. that we don't always say we don't always read them on the show. We'll actually try and pair them you know, send them in the right direction if we can kind of right, a thing. Right, it's too heavy. It, you know, depending on like what, what the content of an email is. So I think the fact that there's a professional site 
you know, like, like these guys is number one, really, really important. Number two, I think it's really hard for people to go out and say that they need help and they want help. And now there's a way where you can do that very low key comfort of your own home. I was going to say, you don't have to actually leave. It's big, especially now. Right. You know, like we've been saying, and I think unbiased advice um, or just kind of counseling and stuff is a big deal. I actually started, I, I, I went through, it's a story for another time, but I actually got going through, um, Howard Stern used to talk about how he used to go to therapy and stuff. So I was like, I'm going to give that a try. Mm -hmm. But very, very cool um, of these guys. And I recommend it. So check them out. And then, as promised, we've got a ton of questions here. All right. Let's get into it. But a couple of people breaking down this whole quarantine thing. Um, And I had an interesting one. So now a couple of spots are beginning to open. Um, We're seeing it here in Jersey. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing some states obviously go a little bit more hardcore than others. Mm-hmm. And this is from a, uh, someone said, call me Betty, which is pretty fun. Okay. When you think of somebody here, you know, just hearing that out loud, call me Betty. Call me Betty. I thought it was kind of cool. So this is from Betty. Betty. At DearAlbyMailBag at gmail.com. Dear Albie, I am torn. A friend of mine recently went off on Facebook about people who are not fully deciding to commit to quarantining long term. I understand how people could be concerned, but is it really okay to judge the rest of us that just want to be out and feel normal, especially as things start to loosen up? I don't want to create an issue with her, but at the same time, this is someone I typically feel very in sync with, and let's just say we are not on the same page. People are losing their businesses and sanity over this situation, and I just feel like we should all be able to make our own decisions based on what makes us the most comfortable. Where do you guys stand with all this? Should I reach out to her and smooth things over? We are very close, and I'm worried this is going to impact our friendship. Call me Betty. Wow. Betty. I feel you, girl. Um, Feeling Betty. I do. You know, it's... I'm one of those people... Listen, I've had a lot of family members get this virus. I've had deaths in the family due to this virus. Yes. I can say that I have been very impacted, business-wise, family-wise, everything. However... I am not going to be holed up in my house for the rest of this year. I'm sorry. As scary as it is, as, you know, whatever. I'm just not. Because my my take, and it's definitely not the popular um, take, and I do catch a lot of flack from people about it, but my take is I'm going to go crazy inside my house, and I need to be, I need to live. I need to live my life. Like I need to go out. I need, my mental health is as important as my physical health. So when you say you need to be out, what does that mean for you? And I'm not saying go out and like chill in a huge crowd. Like I'm talking about like I go to the store. I go to shop, right? I, I go, you know, do a birthday train. Mm-hmm. Um, I would socially distance with my friends if we all sat in lawn chairs on their front lawn. Um, my, uh, there's a restaurant in town, Positano. Shout out to Positano. We all love them. Mm-hmm. They are doing this tailgate thing where you go in your car and you tailgate and you, they, the waitresses come out and they bring you their food and to go containers and you sit on your, in your area in, in front of your car on your own chairs that you bring with you. If you want to bring a table, you bring it and you eat your dinner and there's other people outside eating their dinner by their cars mm-hmm. and it's kind of like oh hey like from a distance and like you bring a radio and it's just something it's something yeah. you know what i mean i did that and you know i'm sure a lot of people were like oh my god why why but like to me i'm supporting a friend's business that 
you know, needs the support right now. I'm getting out of the house and having somewhat of a good time because I need to. Why? You know, like this is not the thing that I keep thinking to myself is this isn't going anywhere. If everyone's like, oh, give it another month in another month, it's going to be the same as it is right now. Like the virus isn't leaving. So we have to learn to live with it. You know what I mean? Running from it. can You can only run from something for so long before you're going to have to face it. Mm-hmm. So my thing is face it, adapt, be safe, do what you have to do, but you have to live your life. You have mm-hmm. to. I look at it from a variety of different perspectives. I think number one, I think the what scares me the most right now is it's very... Um, we're putting a lot of labels on people for how they act right now. It's very judgy. It's very politicized right now, which I don't like. I agree like. with that, too. It's making me a little concerned, really, for us, because I think the us factor... Right. We're becoming pawns in this political is, game. ...is really all that we have, because I don't think we're getting information that no. is making a terrible amount of sense on... Any in, level. In, 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 on either side. No. Th- there's not enough for me to say definitely stay in. There's not enough for me to say definitely go out. And I it's, think that they, they don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. And Nobody it's a rolling, knows. And it's a rolling thing. And I think when things like this happen, I think people just start really, especially when it's having the impact that it's having on all of us financially, we just kind of lash out. Right. And you end up now, when you've got the amount of problems that we have, mm-hmm. okay, it's not good to take that and just start new ones. Right. You know what I mean? So like, you know, something as simple as saying, oh, hey, you know, the gambling on the, on the site. Right. The he comes, oh my God, you're throwing in people's face. Yeah, like, now, which, which, by the way, like whatever, we can say what we want. I didn't have a problem with the comment. But my point is, with that, I feel like it's just so easy for us to get tense. And Everyone's start yelling and judging. screaming. Somebody cuts you off in traffic and it leads to this big blow up. And I think what we need to do is, you know, I understand. Here's where it gets weird for me, though. I understand the not judging thing. I'm usually a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we might chime in on a, a lot of people's chime. stuff. Okay. And form personal opinion. It's not necessarily a judgment, right? At the same time, the there there this is a situation where your actions can impact other people. Of course. So I look at it and I say to myself, okay. Well, you need to. We all need to make the best decisions that we can. Mm-hmm. educate our we're you know we really got to educate ourselves to the to the as much as we can with yeah, the, information the most possible that we're given. okay and you got to make the decisions that are best for you however the best thing to do is in a weird way not really think about yourself consider everybody else you have to like because that's course. the only way we're all going to be cool well, so the truth is to me somewhere kind of in the middle like if you want to be out and stuff do it in a way that is really going to keep the risk of other you getting it or if God forbid you have it, Passing and, or, it. you know, getting it to other people. So just, you know, so just do it, do it and do it smart. OK, if it's saying people are saying, hey, wear a mask and all that stuff. Wear if the there's mask. a point zero 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 one percent chance that it helps. OK, there's just no downside. No. OK, I get it. And there's just no ones. downside. There's okay. cute ones now. Wear the cute mask. So there you go. You know what I mean? But. On, on top of everything else, we've got to kind of like, you know, we're, we're social beings. We've got to, you know, I do believe in the mental sanity aspect of I it. I think that's a huge thing. Let's just thing. be smart, you know? But like, and this is what my main point was that I didn't get to really express. That's my take. That doesn't mean that that's the right take. That's just my take. So I'm not, I don't disagree with or judge somebody who's like, you know what? No, I have a sickly child or a sickly mother or this, this and that. And I just want to stay in my house and not take my chances. I get that. So 
go for it. You know, like that's what's best for you. My thing is do what's best for you. Don't worry about me. I'm being very careful. I'm doing whatever I have to do. We're we're keeping any guidelines that are supposed to be, we're, we're following them. So that's what's good for me. You know, if what's good for you is not doing that and staying in quarantine and doing all that, then that's what's good for you. So I guess that's my point is like, don't worry about me or her or him. Worry about you, your family, what's, what works for you, what you're comfortable with. And everything else will just eventually fall into place. There's always going to have to be somebody who does it first. Like, oh, I did it. I Look, she did it and she's okay. And this is it. Like, you can't judge that person because they're kind of like, you know, taking one for the team. Like they're they're testing the waters. They're dipping their foot in. You well, know, I mean, it all depends. I mean, but look, you have to you have to kind of keep in mind, though, if that's what you're doing. OK. And you are maybe because of your job or whatever forced to be around other people. You have to you definitely have to. We all have to consider each other. Everybody has to, and, you have to wear a means, mask. Look, it, it's considering each other Face and keeping it safe. But it's also keep considering each other's like, you know, personal state and all this and doing what you have to do. Just don't be reckless. It's like anything else. That's you my know? point. You have to learn to do this safely. Learn to go and do mm-hmm. things if you're comfortable and that works for you. How to do it safely and get used to the new normal because unfortunately we're dealing with a very 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 different scenario than we were six months ago Mm -hmm. so you got to get used to it that's my opinion you got to get used to it unless they come out with some really sick vaccine that's gonna just take this all away Mm -hmm. we have to and even then even when that happens i still don't think people are going to be like oh okay it's over Mm -hmm. So I think it's important for you to just learn the new normal in a very safe way that's comfortable for you and your family. Well, look, that's my opinion. Look, you know, I don't and, like judgment, and, and here, though. Here, no, I agree. What's weird about it is if you asked me all this two months ago, I probably would have had a very different kind of Of course, response. I would have. I would have. Two yeah. months ago, I was worried. I was a mess. I wasn't leaving. I was mm-hmm. being a psychopath yeah. and airing out my boxes for seven hey, days. Hey, look, we, we've, had, we've had major... Um, I think we've experienced it knocking on our front door. We've known people. We've known people that have had it. We've known yes. people that have had it and passed away. My mother has mm-hmm. had it. My stepfather, mm-hmm. my aunts, my yep. uncles, my cousins. I've had my our grandfather passed away mm-hmm. from you know Corona and all this. We are affected by it. Yeah. But I think that, like I said, it's it also depends. My friend said it perfectly today. She it depends on your personality. If you're the kind of person that could deal with shit like that and whatever, then that's just who you are but there's some people that are really really nervous i'm just not nervous i'm more nervous still about getting on a plane not because of corona i'm still nervous because they're like well they're putting the bad pilots in now because they want to <laughs> save the good pilots like it all depends your on your anxiety so whatever it's 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 to each their own that's really what it is right now yeah i, I mean look i think i mean yes but i think like you know just try and be as vigilant as you can thinking about you know uh ways you can Ways you can try and find a way to to do both, okay? Like be, being outside and also don't go keeping lick other people. people. Don't you know go I mean? around licking that's people. Not, that's not the play. This yeah. is not the licking. Th- what do you think? Can't it's be pleasure Island. People. This is not Pleasure Island. You're not Pleasure Island. Don't lick the person in front of you online. Be safe. Okay, so what do you think this is? Typhoon Lagoon at 3 a.m. Right. That's not what's going on here. That's what I'm saying. We're not in Pleasure Island anymore, guys. We had another one come in. Um, <laughs> this one's from the Gram. Uh, dear Albie, Candace, and crew. Hope you guys are doing well during quarantine. I have an issue that I'm hoping would go away, but now it's not, and I'm starting to freak out. My fiance and I have been quarantined together for almost three months now. At first, it was great spending time, uh, spending all this time together. It was almost like an extended snow day. Eventually, shit got real, and we both started working from home full time. 
after the first two weeks and being with each other 24-7, I started to notice things that I really didn't like that I never noticed about him before. Everything started to annoy me. It's getting to the point now where I'm having trouble looking at him at night and sleeping next to him in bed. I don't know if it's all the time together since there's the lack of any social gatherings besides us two, but I'm starting to really freak out. Our wedding is March 2021 and I'm starting to have serious doubts. Mm. Is this something that I genuinely should be worried about or is this just quarantine life with everybody in general? Please help Bethy in Rhode Island. We had Betty and Bethy. Be- wow. Um. Wow. Eek. That's you know what I'm hearing a lot about that. I am too. I mean, even my friends that are ever you know people that are married or whatever, they're like, oh my god, I don't want to kill my husband. Listen, it's different. You know, you're with somebody. I I've been with Josh now for like three and a half months straight without a break from each other at all. Like maybe when I went to shop right for an hour, like that's it. It's a lot. You know, like I'm not saying. Josh is a lot. Anybody in general staying with one person for that long period of time is a lot. If you're having trouble sleeping next to them and you're considering that's that's different. Uh, you know what I call this? Mm-hmm. You want to know what this is to me? Do you ever I mean, like, you know, do you ever have the skeeve factor when you're dating somebody and all of a sudden you're like just so turned off that you sh- you actually skeeve them? I don't know if Shkeev I can say skeeve. Like, gr- yeah, no, I, I understand. I no, understand. I'm telling the people. Yeah, yeah skeeve means, yeah, like kind of like grossed out. Grossed out, like it makes you cringe. Like, um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's had to happen at some point. It like, definitely happened to I, me. I might find little things, little elements. like like You, you definitely that? find little things. But oh, yeah. when you start to dwell on it and, and it gets to the point of skeeve, mm-hmm. there's no turning back. And it, to me, it sounds like she may, st- like if you can't sleep next to the person, you might have went into skeeve territory if you start to skeeve somebody you cannot marry them because that skeeve feeling will come back over and over what's really interesting to note though is in some cases it's forcing people that are in relationships right to basically live together overnight where they wouldn't right they might have just been dating you know what i mean where it might have been a casual thing now it's starting to feel a lot more serious and i think there's a honeymoon phase of it that it was kind of fun like we're playing house yeah like oh big snow day yeah, like she said exactly it and did then, feel like that like right. let's go food shopping it's exactly yeah right it's exactly what it felt like and then like you know there were you know plenty of i think people that had the similar outlook and then it's like man i don't think that's all that weird if you weren't already living together no and you're like man but they're engaged yeah so i think if you're engaged to get married well i mean if they're, they're, she said they're quarantining together which leads me to believe they still live separately from each other oh well i, I mean i gotta be honest from someone who's married Mm -hmm. from someone who knows what's coming if you're getting that feeling now it is not going to end well for you yeah but think about it though if there but but is there a part is there a portion of this where you move in together okay let's think about it when you got engaged you guys were living together already no no nope okay so you get engaged you move in together okay Mm -hmm. right yeah okay is that a like, is there a learning curve where it's just kind of great and it's all awesome and all blah, blah, blah? Or is it like, because like, I'll give you an example. I went and live with Vito. Yes. Sophomore year. Right. Freshman year, me and Vito, tight as hell. The first month, I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. This kid is the worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, like he's using my laptop, he's doing this, doing that. This kid insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, senior year comes along and it's like we're sharing the same skin. It's no yeah. big deal. Vito didn't buy a laptop for all of college. He used mine the entire yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. And all of these different little elements of things that I feel like you just learn people. I feel like that's natural in any kind of relationship. That is true as well. I mean, you do have to get used to living with somebody 
somebody and things will annoy you to the point where you want to scream. But there's a whole different feeling of the shkiv factor when you don't want to sleep next to them because you kind of grossed out. That's yeah. what I think we need to ask her. Are you mm. grossed out or are you aggravated? Because you will forever be aggravated with your husband. Forever. So if you're grossed out, different ball game. If you're annoyed, totally acceptable. You will forever be annoyed with your husband. I am annoyed every day, as is all, all my married but friends. She's saying, I started to notice things that I really didn't like that I never noticed about uh, before about him. couple of things. If that is the type of thing that occurs because you are together 24-7, this is not just living together. This is a lockdown. Yes. Okay? We are not leaving. If it's like that, and it's not the type of thing you think you would have noticed otherwise or wouldn't have bothered you otherwise kind right. of a thing, okay? Maybe that's a whatever. Right. Like if that's, that's true. a, oh, hey, you know, the way, like he's working out in the living room. Well, that's not going to last much longer. Yeah, like he's you know so I mean? loud on his conference call. It's like, thank, he, hopefully he will not be on his conference call inside much longer. Mm -hmm. But if it's like certain things, like the way he sleeps. Yeah, try, having I'm having trouble sleeping next to him in bed. Yeah, you're going to be stuck with that. Yeah, that that's going to that's gonna continue. Mm. So like, I guess that's it. Like if these are things that are going to end then whatever. But to me, the vibe I'm getting from that email is skeev factor. And once there's a little bit of skeev factor, that only grows. If you have a little bit of skeev. Bad. You don't, you really don't disinfect the skeev. You no. have to, you have to address the skeev. It's gotta go. It's more of a surgical thing. And there's nothing anybody could do about it. Like you could tell the person like, listen, like they can't fix that. You know, they can't well, make depends. you unskeev. No, once you have that, me, for me at least, mm -hmm. if I skeev you, there's nothing well, you could let's do. Let's put it this way, okay? If you have, I snore. I am. But that's not no one is a, Yeah, but okay. All right. So let's take that out of it. Maybe it, there's like a, a like, scent someone has. Yeah, like okay? you just grossed me out for some reason. Like you're starting to gross me yeah, out. Yeah, like maybe there's something you can do. Like you grossing me out? I, I There's no coming back. Like once you're, I'm grossed yeah, out well, by you? Yeah, well, it depends. Yeah, at a certain point, you're like, yeah, well, of course, yeah. Like if you kind of just were grossed out by Chelsea all of a sudden, like, ugh, like there's no coming back. I think that there's a lot of things that, you know, you, you have to really look at this whole situation too. I think it, through yeah. Through the lens of... Am I also already just stressed out? Well, that's what I was going to say, too. Like, if you have, if you're just, like, super, like, have anxiety the max about this whole thing and, like, everything's starting to get on your nerves. So here's here's my advice, official advice. I'm putting down, this is my advice. Mm. Deal with it for now. Deal with it for now. Try to get over the skeeve, if there is a skeeve. Deal with it for now. And then once the quarantine is over, go back to it as much as you can. And if you still have that vibe. After going back to, you know, normal life a little bit, it's got to go. Gots to go. Then it's no. Yeah. Because, I mean, marriage is big. It's I would, big. Basically, Bethy, measure your skeeve. You know? Measure your skeeve wait, once this is over. Wait your skeeve. You know what I mean? If you Get have skeeve, I'm sorry. Get a size of the skeeve and decide if this is this quarantine skeeve or is this lifelong skeeve. And once there's even, I don't know, see me, I'm so, I'm so bad. Even if I quarantine skeeve you... I will skeeve you forever. I can't forget. I am it. definitely the type of person that when something happens, I have a trouble forgetting it. I have a trouble getting it out of my brain, and it will affect how I act. I will you know be I mean? like, I'll, I'll, you'll see it on my face. I will. I will. I will end up handling things differently if it wasn't for a certain thing. Yeah. Even if I'm like trying to put it behind me, maybe it's sometimes subconscious. If it's that kind of a thing, you've 
got to get out in front of it because that's not the type of thing that you're going to wake up 20 years from now and be like, ah, you know, that was the same. Or you might just be a total dick because you feel like I should keep you anyway. Like, I don't care if you break up with me. Like, you might start being mean without even knowing it because you really don't care anymore. Like, subconsciously, you're kind of, like, over it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's what I would do. Wait, see if this shkiv lasts, but I'm sorry if that's, like, an actual grossed-out feeling you're having. It might be done so. Wow. It's extreme. I don't know. I I would look at it. I would actually, you know, look, see if this is something that you can fix. Talk to yourself about it. Is this something you can fix or is this something that you would have figured out living together anyway? And you have to kind of look at this like I feel like this is one giant hangry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of us are just really pissed off yeah. at things Frustrated. that probably we're at a level nine at that normally we're at a level four. We just need some carbs. You know what I mean? Right. That is where we are in life. And, you know, we are basically being kept up like i don't know about you like i i don't feel great about myself the last couple of months like there's something about being stuck inside that messed with the way i dieted the way i work out everything i'm just i mean i'm sometimes i'm just miserable yeah like there are a lot of things right there and and it's very easy with you know you turn on a tv right now it's not like you're getting amazing news no it's like okay everything's just gloom and doom yeah right like gloom and doom so basically i mean you know this is this is the type of world that we're in it might not necessarily you know that that stank covers everything sometimes, yeah, and, and like, maybe you're unfairly putting a little too much stank on them. Well, that's what I mean. Wait till after quarantine. Give it a couple of months after quarantine. See if the shkeep feeling goes away. If it doesn't, if you feel that shkeep gross out feeling, it's over mm. after quarantine. Guys, I can't wait for quarantine to be over. Yeah, I hear you. I'm done. Well, I'm done. Hey, everybody, be safe out there. Okay. Um, Hit us up there, albumailbuckgmail.com. We love you very, very much. Take care of each other. Right. Okay. And don't judge me for the online wheel thing. Hey, listen, man. We're all in this. We're, we're in this together. That's it. That is really what it comes down to. She's um, not in it with me. Like, well, I mean, maybe after her little uh, explanation, maybe she's on your side now. Are you on my side now, reviewer? If you are. Reviewer. Jump on that deal dash. Put in that pineapple code. Listen, I'm just trying to live, yo trying to have a little bit of excitement and enjoyment in my life i'm trying to i'm trying to win a drone you know mm. on the wheel it's not like you're getting together you're not that's not no, like you guys can are I, can i win up. my drone yeah or my blow up um what's that new thing i want the the blow up water park for outside let me win that <laughs> you know guys we love you all be safe out there take care of each other see you soon peace out Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.